Thanks for listening to this sermon podcast for Real Life Church Pullman. We exist to help people know and become like Jesus. Merry Christmas. How's everyone doing? Good? Good. Glad you, uh, you're here to join with us. Uh, Christmas Eve service has always been one of my favorite uh, events. Uh, there's footage of me at some point singing uh, Twinkle Twinkle Little Star in a country accent. Uh, and other footage of me throwing up profusely. Uh, I've had lots of fun me- memories from Christmas Eve service. So hopefully, hopefully this is one of the good ones, um, but we'll find out. I, uh, I, I really love this story, and I, I wanted it to be read. One, because we have our, our family service. So if you have kids that are making noise, that's okay. Uh, that's, that's something that we wanted to uh, have as part of our service, and we're, we're grateful to have everyone incorporated, and hopefully that was something we can all enjoy. Um, as I began to think about what I wanted to share, what I felt God wanted me to share uh, tonight or today, uh, I began to dive into what Alex had read, um, what the angels said to the shepherds that night when Jesus was born. That they came and they said, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. And I started to think about those words and what, what they meant and what, what it, how, how it's shown. Where is God's glory? Those are the, the questions I started to ask. Where is God's glory? In that moment, Jesus is being born. God was entering into, a, he's a baby, helpless, you know. It can't do anything for itself. Needing of care and attention. Where is God's glory in that moment? He's being placed into a feeding trough for animals. And this news isn't being proclaimed to kings or powerful people. This news isn't being proclaimed across all of the earth like you'd imagine. No, this news is just simply being shared with some shepherds who are nearby. So where is God's glory in this moment? Well, one of the things I want us to remember is that God's glory works a little different than ours. God's glory doesn't work like human glory where we have to ach- or receive glory from others for our glory to, to matter. You can accomplish and achieve all you want, but if no one recognizes it, you don't have glory here on earth. And that's how human glory works, but God's glory works differently. His glory works from within himself. His glory emanates out. Think of the sun. The sun doesn't receive light from the planets and that's why it shines brightly. The sun is bright. It gives light and it's reflected on everything around it. You see the sun's light shown on the rest of the planets in the solar system. We see the sun's light all around us. Not as much these days, but we, we still see it. And it's just like God's glory. God's glory isn't given to him by us. God's glory isn't given to him by his creation or what he's done. God's glory is God's glory. And what we see in all the beautiful things of this world and even ourselves, we're just simply reflections of God's glory. And so God's glory comes from within him. And in this moment, we see God's glory in this newborn baby because that's who he is. A God that's willing to enter into his creation, to come be amongst his people, to to live life with them, to experience what they experience, to suffer like they suffer, and hopefully, and at the end of which, bring an end to their suffering. That's who God is, and that is the God that is being glorified. There's glory in God in this moment because Jesus has come to earth to be amongst his people. So there's, there's God's glory in this moment. What about the peace? And on earth, peace. 
I don't know about you, but I, I think we still struggle with this idea of peace. We struggle because some of us think about peace like it's, it's supposed to be the end of all conflict. But yet, later, I've read ahead. I know the story. Jesus talks about conflict. Jesus participates in the conflict. He, he even says at some point, he says, I'm coming here to divide. So it's not so much the end of conflict, but the presence of something different. I, th- I really like this story that we had read. This is the... the I had heard it this summer for the first time. And I really enjoy what, the, what happens in the trees' lives. You see, the trees all knew what their purpose was. They knew what their value was, and yet they weren't achieving it or accomplishing it. They weren't living up to it, and they, they felt like they had almost forgotten their dreams, almost forgotten their purpose, almost forgotten their value. Until they come across Jesus. Until Jesus enters into their story, and then not only is their purpose fulfilled, but their, valuable, their value is immeasurably more than they could have ever imagined. And I, I see this in our stories as well. As we think about the peace that Jesus brings, it's not the peace that I think we, we consider like the absence of all conflict, but the presence of our purpose and our value being found in him. Remember, it's the angels that are the ones sharing this message. They're, they're the ones sharing this message with the shepherds, saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace. And this peace that they understand because they exist in heaven. They're heavenly beings. And they know what it's like to be in a world that's centered around God. They know what it's like to be in a world centered around its, their creator that is basking in his glory, understanding their purpose, their value, and their identity is wrapped up in him. And now earth gets to experience that same level of peace that they have because the creator has come. Just like the trees got to experience their purpose and their value fulfilled in Christ, so now the rest of the world can experience the same thing. And so peace on earth. But who gets that peace? Those with whom he is pleased. And that brings us to our last question. With whom is God pleased? And I think... I think we, we run away with an idea that we, we have to be careful of, especially this time of year. We start to think, okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to please God. That is, that is my role. That is my job. And I, I'm hearing a message and I, I want to have that peace. I want to experience God's glory. I want God to be pleased with me. And so we walk away to our, our Christmas time. We walk away with our New Year's resolutions and we think, I'm going to please God. But we have to remember what this is all about. That what brought peace to the trees and what brings peace to the earth, what the angels are talking about, it's not about a story centered around God's creation. It's it's a story centered around God. And so if we want to be pleased, we want to be the people that God is pleased with the people that have the peace that Jesus is bringing, the people that get to bask and reflect God's glory, then it's not about what we can accomplish or what we can achieve. It's not about how we live or how we do anything. It's about Him. And centering centering our purpose, our value, our identity around Him. That's, That's what it means to have that peace. And that's what it means to have that relationship with God where He is pleased with us. You think about it in your relationships. You have relationships with people, I'm sure, that use you for a purpose. That you know that that relationship is only, is only there because of what you can give to the other person, what you can bring to the table, and it probably doesn't feel too good. That's not a relationship that pleases you and makes you feel good. And yet, how many of us have that relationship with God? 
How many people come to God and expect Him to, to come and be there for them when they need Him most, relying on His goodness, relying on His power and His love? And that's all great. But you want to have a relationship that pleases God. You don't just simply rely on that. You have a relationship with Him that's centered around Him. That you don't bring your will, your desire, and your, what you want to accomplish to Him and say, God, this is me. This is what I want. You come before God and say, hey God, what do you want? You created me, you know me, you have a purpose and a, and, a, and a place for me in life. What is it that you want? You have that relationship with God and that's the relationship that pleases Him because that relationship doesn't put anything above your relationship with Him. You don't say, God, I'll have a relationship with you as long as. There's nothing there. God, I will have a relationship with you no matter what you choose to do with my life. That's a relationship that pleases God. And that's what we have to remember, especially this time of year, that Christ came to be with us. And this story is not about us, but about Him. How good our God is, how loving our God is, how incredible our God is, that He loves us so much. He came to be with us, live life with us, experience this world with us, and have relationship with us. And that relationship with us, if we want, it, if we want to have that peace and that bask in that glory, if we want that relationship with God, if we want to please Him, We make our relationship with Him about that. Our relationship with Him. Nothing else, nothing more. And then we will have the peace that God has promised that those angels were singing about that night and we will understand the glory of God. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you. Thank you for coming to earth. Thank you for experiencing life with us. Thank you for understanding us and caring about us so deeply pray, Lord, that as we go about this season and remember your birth and remember what it means for us, I pray, Lord, that we do not forget that this is about you, our relationship with you, everything, our purpose, our value, our identity, it's all tied up in you. Help us see ourselves through your eyes and help us let everything else go this year. Help us set aside all of our desires, our passions, our our will, and put our relationship with you first thank you for this night to remember that and all of our family and the friends and all the children that are here. We are grateful for you. We love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for checking out this message from Real Life. You can find out more about us by going to rlcpullman.com or by following us on Facebook or YouTube. Until next time, have a great week.